Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Kenzie Venunu. How are you today? I'm good. I want to wish um, a happy new year. Shana Tova to uh, Seth and Sandy and any of our listeners that are Jewish. Uh, Seth and Sandy probably aren't listening and the actors that play them aren't Jewish, but still happy new year to them. Yeah, happy new year to you as well, Kenzie. Thanks. Um, folks, as always, what we do every, each and every week on the podcast, we watch an episode, we review the episode, um, we talk about some things that we like throughout the episode, we give an MVP, maybe a couple fun facts, maybe a couple things here and there. I'm excited to dive into this episode. Um, we are on episode season one, episode six, titled The Girlfriend. Scandalous. Super scandalous. <laughs> on his birthday, Kirsten's father pays a visit to Newport with his new 24-year-old girlfriend, but things get messy when the girlfriend makes advances towards Ryan. That's not a... That's actually... It's pretty bad, fine. It's right. decent. It's, it's not it's a like bad... It's not scenario. great, but it's not bad. <laughs> Out of the six episodes we've had, that's probably... I think I would rank this number one. <laughs> easily, easily. Um, all right, so... Um, I, I wanted you to kick off because obviously the, the centerpiece of the conversation is uh, something about being Jewish. So the first conversation we have, the interaction we have there, I want you it's to kick it so off. It's so funny. I, um, so I didn't realize that the show went six episodes without Caleb because Caleb, becomes, spoiler alert, becomes quite a central figure of the show. Um, but you're right away introduced to Sandy and Kirsten discussing that Kirsten's dad does not like Sandy <laughs> and it's really funny because the way Sandy discusses it is so lighthearted but I don't know if you felt like this the things he was saying are not lighthearted like at all like my favorite quotes of the so first he's like they show them unloading groceries and the car is just filled to the max like yeah. every square foot of this car is food so, so before we finish i really want to ask you how much money do you think there was in groceries there i i easily like at least 500 dollars. i agree okay because continue. they had that big chip thing and yeah. i'm like that's like that was like 20 dollars just easily. chips and there are all these bags you can't even see what's in them plus all the charcoal for the grill so yep. pricey grocery splurge and you never even really see the meat so i don't really understand exactly. um but so Sandy goes, are we worried your dad won't love us if we don't feed him enough? And I'm like, right off the bat, he's making jokes about Caleb's arrival. Then when they cut to them in the kitchen, Kirsten's like, maybe you two can finally get along this weekend. He was like, oh, we should try. Oh, wait, we can't. I'm Jewish. And I was just like, I understand it's funny, but like, that's like such a deep hearted, like, root of hatred like not exactly funny. like it was this moment where he's like joking but, but it's not funny time, it's not it's not funny at all because it's really like that's troubling poor sandy it's really funny because like they always bring up how different the two of them are that sandy's jewish and from the bronx and was brought up poor and like his mom had a job that didn't benefit the family but other people and Kirsten was like wealthy from California, blonde hair, super like Gentile, like yep. 
and it's just really funny that like Sandy's in on it too. Like, oh, absolutely. It's so funny because he has no problem making light of any situation. It's it's super obviously needed with a father-in-law like this guy. Cause <laughs> I mean, they bring up that like even Kirsten's kind of scared of him. And it was so funny because they're having this whole conversation. He's like, you're scared of him. Like he's your dad. You shouldn't feel like that about your dad. Like he shouldn't instill fear in you. And then the refrigerator door is closed. And then you hear someone go, well, what should a father? Like it's the funniest intro to Caleb because it's so Caleb. Like, it really is. It's and then he's so like, good. Shalom, Sandy. And it's, just so awkward to hear him say shalom like it's so funny it's it's so good it's perfect entrance it really is i loved it um one of the, my favorite uh things right away uh he says uh before he, we get introduced him to uh to caleb is i wonder what his new girlfriend is like is what kirsten says <laughs> she goes he goes i'm sure she's well paid <laughs> it's so like god and kirsten gives him this look and then he he does the typical dad thing. He's like, he's proud of himself because it's such a great joke. And he goes, I'm on fire. <laughs> and then he keeps saying them. And then he's like, I'm sorry. I'm just getting them out of my system. And it's so funny because you're like, he would have to do that. Cause Sandy is always like zinging people, but it's very, very clear that Kirsten's dad does not put up with it. Like, Which I think it, I don't know if it's correlated this way on purpose, but for me, it, it's, we see the quick, quick wittedness from Seth a little bit later on. We'll talk about it a little bit later on, obviously with with Caleb. But it's like it's funny to me. I feel like there's a, like a little coincidence. They they drop little droplings of of this, and then later on, you're like, yeah, Seth is just like Sandy, right? You know it's what I mean? So funny. They obviously, they, you know, in the in this world, they're related. You know what I mean? There's his son, but it's so funny to watch the dynamic. Kind of maybe I'm thinking, like when they're not in the same it. room, and you're like, that's exactly what Sandy would do. It's exactly. like so. It's just so perfect. Like, it's like it's great writing. It's great acting. It's 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 great everything. Solid right character development. We love to see it. Um, but I love um when they show San, uh, Seth and Ryan like unloading the groceries and he's like he doesn't even know you burned down his house like it's not on his radar he has like 30 houses like he won't notice and then Caleb comes out hugs Seth he's like you're still not a football player like was he ever gonna be like I'm so confused by this comment and then he's like oh you must be the one that burned down my house <laughs> Like two minutes after Seth is like, he doesn't even know. He has no idea and what it, happened. And he takes Seth and just takes him in the house and just doesn't even like, He's like you should get that. Put that by the grill. Yeah. Like, his only acknowledgement of Ryan is, and Ryan, you know, because Seth builds it up as, oh man, he doesn't even know who you are. And the first line out of his mouth, oh, look, it's the kid that burned down my house. And it's like, it's so funny because it's oh. like, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but like when you go with a friend to visit their family or something, and they're like, they're not scary, they're fine. And then you get in the house and they're all together and you're just <laughs> kind of like alone, like terrified. And then they're not nice. And you're like, what is going on? Like, you built it up in my head that this was going to go like, so many I was going to walk into this welcoming experience. And it's like, uh, can you put the bag of rock? by the grill thanks yeah like like ryan's not the help he's like part of their family exactly like, it's like you know you but go it's over to so caleb oh my god absolutely and the funny thing it's like whenever you go over to a friend's house and like you go into the pantry to get a bag of potato chips or something and they're like they yell at their you they yell at, you, you know they yell at your friend what are they doing in the cabinet like you can't hear you can hear what they're saying like, you know I, what I mean? it's not like i'm deaf like yeah, there's exactly. not really a wall between us like we're all in the same no, kitchen it's like, like the same instance except for it's you know so funny but that's i mean the one thing i will say about caleb that you kind of like right away and you kind of like throughout the episode is he's very blunt right you know what i mean he is I like, he's exactly what you expect 
that. Like he doesn't, he's not going to like talk about someone. I mean, he will talk about someone when they're not in the room, but he would also say it to their face. A hundred percent. That's the thing that I love about the end of the episode. He is this moment that's not shown to us. And I was like, uh, Caleb's a pretty funny guy. Like. Exactly. Exactly. Um, obviously, as uh, as Ryan's re- uh, putting the stuff up, um, he his reaction to, uh, you know, technically, technically, which would be potentially his grandmother, um, which is very awkward um, as she's it's only so like awkward. six years older than him. Really, I guess 17, 18. You know what I mean? She's like 24. Yeah. So six, seven years older than him. Um, but his reaction obviously is priceless. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's I, so funny. I don't even remember her name. Gabrielle, Gabrielle. Um, you know, she's obviously getting out of the pool and she's super model asking. Can we talk about like, if you showed up to someone, so if you were dating someone, you show up to their, ha- their children's house, would you skip saying hello to them and jump in the pool? <laughs> okay. Because so- Caleb is like, they're like, where's your girlfriend? He's like, right. she's taking a swim. And I'm like, is that normal? Like to just yeah. not say hello to the people and just go around the. I would think somebody broke into my house, right? Yeah, you know it's, really like, it's, it's really weird. Because you think about it, like you're just within a matter of moments, you're just introduced to the fact that Caleb is in fact there, right? Because they don't think that he's yeah. there yet. So he walks in on the conversation. So the, the matter of time he's been there has got to been like no less than what, less than an hour or so, maybe less than that. Yeah. And she's already in a bikini in the pool. Swimming. It's very bizarre. And it's right. like the pool house is Ryan's room. So right. she could not have used that. Right. I don't know. It's really it, weird. It's it's very interesting to how fast it was just like, yeah, I just didn't understand. Um, yeah. So um, and then, of course, we had the one line before the music hits. Oh, my God, that could be my grandma. So good. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Seth like knows how to be like, like. He's not creepy, but he, his right. actions could be perceived as creepy if it Absolutely. wasn't Seth. Absolutely. And the way he addresses situations, like that could have been a really creepy line, but like, it was really funny. The d- d- delivery of consistent delivery. You know what I mean? It reminds me of the, you know, the delivery from him all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. In one of those moments you think that, you know, kind of Sandy, uh, Sandy would say, um, let's see here. So Gabrielle has really great advice for them when they're all in the hot tub together. Yes. She's like, who you were is bringing to this party. It's like the biggest party of the year. Right. And she's like, you're not bringing anybody. She's like two handsome guys like yourselves. And Seth is like, are you still being sarcastic? She's like, no, <laughs> it's so funny. But so she bad. like had really great advice for them. She was yeah. like, get out there, go. Like she can't say yes to you if you don't ask her. And I was like, you, you tell them Gabrielle, like yeah, I was, was judging like- you for not saying hello to the people's house you're at. Just wandering into their pool, but you know what? Solid advice. We'll we'll excuse it. Absolutely. Um, Obviously, we have the uh, we have quite an interesting moment um, where you know Caleb says a lot of (laughs) messed up stuff, right? You know what I mean? Like, I love the way he talks to Kirsten. Oh my god! Top five most uncomfortable things I've ever witnessed. Like you, you adopted a kid without telling me. He just like, because he's like, you don't need my approval for stuff about work. As he's scolding her for not getting his approval for adopting a kid, and she's like, I wouldn't build anything without consulting you. I was just getting like options, and he's like, you don't need my approval, but how could you do that? And I'm like, 
And then he's like, kind of like you just adopted a child without consulting me. I'm like, oh my God. Right. And he keeps calling him the boy. And I'm like, his name is Ryan. Like, <laughs> like come on. Yeah. It's just so uncomfortable. And then she goes straight into like, he's like, I'm going to demote, relieve you of your responsibilities. And he's like, so you can spend more time with your new family. And I'm like, right. What a dick move. Like, it, it, it was uncomfortable. The whole entire thing's obviously uncomfortable. And in right? front of Sandy. Like, it yeah, wasn't exactly. even like a private conversation. Like, yeah, no. I'm glad Sandy was there. But like, to do that in front of someone is so, ugh, like, I hate it. Yeah, like, it's a testament to what we talked about earlier. Like, he's not afraid to have a grown folk conversation, even with Caleb in the room, understanding, like, you know, Caleb, in Caleb's mind, this is all my money. It's my house. This is my house, too. Oh, my like, God. When he's, like, going off on Sandy, and he's like, this oh, is my house. I yeah. built this. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Talk so about bad. worst father-in-law of the year. Absolutely. It's terrifying. Um, we switched to Julie. Um, so my last note was I hate Caleb, and then my next note is I hate Julie. <laughs> my, it's funny. My next note is Julie is straight trash. <laughs> I, um, you know, I think Julie and Caleb are both well-written, horrible people. Um, Fantastic. Because I love watching them. Like I right. hate watching them, yeah. but I love them. Yeah. You know, like yeah, because- they're fascinating. The difference between right with, with them and Summer right now is Summer exactly. is very badly written, and that's why Horribly we hate written. her. Yeah, Julie and Caleb are so well written that you hate them. You know, it's like Luke too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't like Luke. Luke is just garbage human being. You know, and we find that out a little bit more later. You know, or, Can we talk about? I forgot movie. he got shot, and he had like a bandage <laughs> on, and they were like. You can't go to the beach already. And I was like, what happened to him? Like, like I forgot he got shot. So they showed they showed the scenes, right? Obviously, they the, the previous the before, episode yeah. thing with the gunshot. I heard the gunshot a lot louder this time than That's I did the so previous. Weird. It was so strange. I wonder why. It That's was, so weird. Because it, it was, was really like faint. It was completely off. If it had been louder, I would have remembered he got shot. <laughs> because Marissa's like, you can't go to the beach this early. And I'm like, in the day like exactly what's going on like it's just like because it was such a like it was a graze it wasn't really anything i just like completely wrote it off oh, yeah, like, it, like it never even really happened really <laughs> to be honest i just like hate luke i block out luke storylines oh god dude, so... sorry chris carmack if you're listening you're Pretty there funny. you go again. I mean, I tagged him. I mean, he's he's gonna he's bound to see one of these, and then and he's gonna, gonna be like, I was gonna come on until this Kinsey girl was like, I hate Luke. <laughs> like, Absolutely I'm sorry. mean to me the entire time, and I and I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm here to defend. Who's him. worse? Who's worse, Luke or Jimmy? I think Jimmy has good in him. See, that's what's so funny is I'm like, I think Luke could grow because he's a teenager. Like, Jimmy <laughs> acts like a teenager, but he's that's like great 40. Okay, like, so get it together, bro. Oh, like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I just, re- never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I just recalled in my head what happens in this this episode, no, next episode, one of the two episodes. And I just remembered it. And now I remembered it. You're revoking it's, Jimmy's privilege. Jimmy's done. Jimmy's dead. Jimmy's Jimmy. done. Jimmy's Luke, dead. To us. It's definitely, definitely Luke. I like Luke better than Jimmy. Julie's the worst than so all funny. of them. She's yeah, just, I she don't like the way Julie, like we cut to her. She rolls up in his office. She's like, what are you doing? 
and like it's such a casual conversation and then she's like well i want a divorce i'm like he was all excited because he was about to tell her about this whole grant like he's got his computer loaded up he has this little um jimmy cooper's investment check history bar graphs he's ready to go and julia's like um china we left we got rid of china caitlin had to say goodbye to her pony i guess she doesn't need these props anymore Um, I think I want a divorce. I was like, wh- where did this come? Like, this was what an interesting direct- change of words, right? It you know was I mean? so weird. It was such a weird exchange. And like, hate her. I'm surprised Julie wasn't more dramatic about it, to be honest with you. She was just blunt about it, which is strange. Very weird. Um, obviously, Very weird. obviously our, our, uh, our next moment is Ryan. Gabrielle gave him the balls, right? You know what I mean? He gave him the confidence that he needed to go next It's really door. funny because he was so, like, timid. And then in this scene, he's like... I'm, I'm ready. You know? Like, he, yeah. like, shows up all, like, standing up straight. Which is like, very weird because if you recall in the last episode where he asked her out on the date the first time, he kind of nonchalantly just asked, do you want to hang out together? But then the next time he sees her, he kind of is like, you know what? Yeah, I was talking about wait, asking you out on a date. Yeah. But and- this time, it's like... I don't know if I really want to ask her or not. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. So he but I gets, think it's because like the last well, interaction obviously was the whole at the shot hospital. thing happened. Yeah. The whole shot thing happened, right? And then she was like her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I she love came that to um Gabrielle calls Luke a paste eater the entire episode. Like it's so funny. Oh, like she, I forgot that was a great line early on. She knows the guy since he's been eating paste. Oh my it's god. It's such a weird like thing, but it's so <laughs> true. Like she knows too much about him. Like she doesn't right. really know herself without him. But this is why I'm pro Marissa not dating anyone. And uh Marissa can't do that. Marissa no. always gotta have a boyfriend. She, exactly. She's one of those. You know what I mean? That has always. to be in a relationship. Can't be um, alone. Obviously, as he goes over there, um, you know, handy bandy, uh, you know, Duke, Duke, Luke, Duke, Duke, <laughs> Duke and Luke combined. Luke, Luke and Duke. Sorry if anybody listening is named Duke. <laughs> exactly. Um, he comes up the steps and uh, ruins the moment. Um, Ryan is just. Okay. Did he do it on purpose? I 1000% believe he did. Because it was 1, really awkward because he is like, hey, dude, like he actually is genuinely like nice to Ryan. Yeah, first time and ever. I was like. But you definitely like were like Marissa can't be talking to him alone. That's why he yeah. went upstairs. Like it was really weird. It was, it's a big house. It's right? a big house. So I don't know where. Obviously, I don't have the layout of the because land. wasn't he like in her left, bedroom? Right. He left her. He she left him in the room. Yeah. Right? It was weird. So, yeah. It was. It weird. was I, he absolutely looked tour. out a window or something. Heard and Ryan's Ryan. voice and was like, "I need absolutely to run. not." <laughs> yeah. I I need to go lay down the, my territory. Um, we transition into Sandy talking to Kirsten, um, and telling her that it's, it's time for her to wrap, wrap it up. You know what I mean? Quit. They can quit. She can quit her job. They can. What move. did you think about this? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't. Was it, I, I normally I am like really on Sandy's side about things, Yeah. but it's like, it's not really his decision. Like yeah. he was too pushy. Yeah. It was very, it was very unsandy like in this situation. Yeah. I really understand icky. what he was saying. Yeah. But as like you if it makes you Kirsten, that unhappy, you need to leave. Right. You but don't even like, need to be with Kirsten, right? Like that's the like even she calls him out on that, right? You know, little, yeah. I think it was a little bit later on. But it was very it's such a weird moment that I, I I wasn't a fan. This is the first time I think in six episodes where I was like, Sin, that's 
that's sick. yeah it was really and, weird like why like why what do you um I, I I will say in between this battle here, um, I did think it was hilarious that they rescheduled their wedding three times and Caleb still didn't show up to the wedding. Still Horrible. did not show up. Because he goes, you walked yourself down the aisle. It's disgusting. Like, it's so bad. But it's like, that's Caleb. I don't... Like, you know what's really weird? He, at several points in this episode, he talks about seeing Kirsten in the office, but yeah. they made the biggest deal about him coming to their house. If she yeah. sees him Monday through Friday, why is it such a big deal that he comes? Yeah, it didn't. House? It didn't make any. Yeah, it didn't make any sense at all. It was just. It was one of. It was a very weird moment, I guess you could say. It was weird. I just. I. He can have an opinion. You should quit your job if it makes you unhappy, but don't be so pushy about it. Yeah, it was like. A, yeah. And like well, you cannot talk about your like in laws like that. You know what I no. mean? Like, there's just a line, and Sandy definitely crossed it. Oh, and he, I didn't he, like it. Not only did he cross it, he jumped on top of it, stomped on top of it. He, <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> it was a very, uh, very, very awkward moment for me personally as well. So I wasn't exactly the biggest a fan of this moment. Um, we transitioned to... Um, okay, so we transitioned... Uh, this, is, this line was literally when the... F- summer again, right? She says one of the stupid... Summer just said, "Fast and the Furious" was based on a true story. <laughs> I I wrote it down too. It's so uncomfortable. It's like, <sighs> what she like? Cause she's talking about like you had no chance with Chino. He's from Chino. They race cars there, have sex on car. Like I don't know what was up with all the cars. And then she's like, Marissa's like, "Are you talking about Fast and the Furious?" And she's like, "Fast and the Furious is based on a true story." And I'm like, "Oh my god." it's so dumb like i just felt so stupid right you know what i mean like i'm like this is like this can't be real right you know what i mean i'm thinking in my head like she really didn't again it's a testament to her bad writing i don't so bad i don't understand like who takes over and is like summer is going to be well written and actually be smart yeah because it's it's not it's it's terrible right now right yeah I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I did notice about the scene. This is the first time in the entire uh, six episodes. We're six episodes in that summer had more clothes on than Marissa. The Marissa, right? That's so funny. Like this, is, this is like a for me. I don't know what it is because, like, obviously, we've talked about our, uh, we've expressed our opinion on how we feel about Summer and kind of her outfits and how she's basically half naked the entire time. So, like, I for some reason in my head, like I go right to what she's wearing. Right. You know what I mean? She's wearing a like, whole t-shirt this time. <laughs> exactly. It was so weird. It was, it was, Marissa a was in a swimsuit. Very weird. Um, and, and it's so weird. It's like, and then she goes, who's winning right now? Or uh, Seth goes, who's winning right now? Me or my hair. I'm just like, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because Actually, in the next episode, I noticed he really needed a haircut. It was a little long. So yes. maybe this was like his haircut day. He's like, he, he needed to figure it out. Um, what happens next? Obviously, they, they pull up on the uh, on um, Summer and Marissa having lunch, right? Um, Can Ryan we talk went- about how much food was on their trays? It was so much <laughs> so, food. So much. I food. was like, were they expecting them? Like... <laughs> 
It was so much food, and I don't believe that someone eats that many burritos in a swimsuit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so uh, Ryan's obviously trying to bail because he knows that Luke is. It's awkward. You know, but I have a question for you. Luke invites Marissa to Kirsten's dad's party, knowing Ryan would be there at Ryan's house. This is what I was talking about with the whole, did Luke come upstairs on purpose? Because Luke knows that Julie is probably invited because she's neighbors with them. And since Jimmy wouldn't go, that she would bring Marissa. So he's like, I should go and bring right. Marissa because I'm sure Luke's parents are going. Right. Because they later in the series, they address that Luke's parents are like well-liked within the community. Um. So I think he probably wanted to keep an eye on Marissa and make sure he was there. Absolutely. But it's, it's just to um, me, it's, it's very, very strange to invite somebody else yeah. to the person that's hosting the party's house. Like if you know? I had been Luke, I would have been like, do you want to go on a date or something right. elsewhere? Right. Not but to instead, that. But instead. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, we have this very awkward moment, which... <laughs> I called it the lick it scene. <laughs> it's so dumb. So bad. I don't I don't like all the ways they make um Seth physically touch Summer to like bring up a, I don't know, it's weird. It's really weird and uncomfortable. She, she and she's like, like, it's picante sauce. I don't like it. As she scooped up so much other stuff that's like picante adjacent. That I'm like, there's no way you don't like it. I would have been understanding if she'd been like, I don't like spicy food. But she had like three cups full of jalapeno slices. Yeah. She had a bunch of salsa, pico de gallo. Like, I don't believe you that you don't like picante. I, Summer. I, I just, it was a, it was a strange moment. Like, very strange. Like, just lick it. Like, what? That's and then the she's line. Like, I just got my nails done. It'll mess it up. And I'm like. So you want him to lick the nail polish? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> right? Like, what? I, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. Again, with the summer, with the bad lines, right? Um, Such bad lines. And then, of course, that follow. Invites herself. Yes. She's like, aren't you going to invite me to your grandpa's birthday party? Which I'm like, is what he wanted to, wanted to do, but obviously she's got a method behind her madness, right? It's so icky. Right? So I hate mad. hating summer. Me too. It's bad. It. It's so like I hate it. Has she, okay, so we're like I said, five and a half, almost six episodes fully into this. Has she has she had so far? Has she had a moment where it's like, yeah, this is this is I like. No, somebody. because even when she is like saying redeeming things, she right. says them in unredeeming ways. So I'm like, eh. like she always calls Luke a boy and says Luke doesn't understand, but then she pushes Marissa to get back with Luke. So I'm like, I don't. Yeah, and the way so, she talks about Ryan is so disgusting. Oh like, my I god, hate yes, it. it's it's yeah, he, like he's it's trash. Horrible. He's second rate trash. Yeah, I don't like it at all. We transition to the dinner. Um, this is uh, the moment I was talking about earlier when I said that I love the playbacks to the writing and where Seth and and yeah. has that quick wit that uh, Sandy does and the way that they way they write it. Um, obviously we have this awkward moment where Caleb goes less time. Oh, they were talking about dinner. Um, I first off, I love the fact that Seth roast his mom. It, it's so no, funny because <laughs> no Gabrielle's like, This is delicious, Kirsten. She's like, Thank you. I order from them all the time. And then Seth is like, What did 
because uh, I think Caleb goes less time at work, more time in the kitchen, and I think and then Sandy Sandy's like, yeah, he's like, um, yeah, Kirsten's favorite place to be, the kitchen. And then Seth is like, Dad, what are you talking about? Mom can't even make cereal. It's so funny. And he's like, I love you too, Seth. He's like, I love you too, Mom. It's so funny. Um, it's so good. So good. Um, okay, so again, the per- perfect quick wit right there. But but um it, Caleb goes, You're you have a you have a quick wit. Amazing, you're not better at skirt chasing. First off, ill. Who's a skirt chasing? But the follow-up. Well, if by skirts you mean girls in your outdated cowboy speak. <laughs> he said that's really good. Oh, I'm gonna prefix really by everybody saying that is my favorite quote of the episode. Okay. It's such I, a good I, one. I had to say it now because it happened. I love that um, everyone's scared of Caleb except Seth, which is so yeah. funny because Caleb hates Sandy and Seth is a baby Sandy. Yes. You know, but like, because yeah, I mean, Caleb he doesn't appears think... to like Seth, which is so weird. He like, has his moments where he kind of. I see him give Seth that look like, shut up. I don't know oh, this. But he genuinely, like, like when he first gets to the house, he's excited to see Seth. He's like, where's my grandson? Like, yeah. Really excited. And he, like, is interested in what Seth is doing day to day. And then, but that's like, like when he's weird. excited to see him, but then the first thing he says is, Oh, you're not a football player yet. Yeah. Like, like he's still not completely he needs proud. To insult him yeah. first. Then before, say, yeah. yeah, before he Very true. Um, it's, um, I do want to bring up. So do you guys have Trader Joe's? Uh, yes, we do. Yes. Okay. So there's this thing called Charles Schwab, but we call it two buck Chuck. It's $2 wine. You buy it for cooking or if you're like on a budget, like wine. That is the wine that is on the table. Will someone explain to me why they have two buck chuck? <laughs> I know it was probably for filming, but put a different label over it. I Especially popped it and I was like, Caleb no at the way. Table? Exactly. And right. Caleb was the one drinking it. Right. And I was like, this is so weird. Especially later when they talk about what his favorite champagne is. It's so bizarre. Yeah, because he's so not he's not drinking two dollar wine. This I don't even him. drink two buck chuck. Like yeah, exactly. Come on, come right. on. Yeah, that, just put a um, different label on that prop. Like you tweeted that out, I believe, right? I believe you. Yeah, that out. I yeah, couldn't it believe it. I was like, it, like, I, I don't understand. I don't know. Obviously, um, we're coming out with the moment where he's telling everybody that he's got a date. You know, it's Seth so is, cute. Seth's very excited, but Sandy with another fantastic line. Sandy goes, "Summer is hot," and like it just he really, calls her hot so many times, and I'm like. It's There's another moment later on where like uh, we'll talk about it, obviously, but I might be in the next episode. But it's so 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 funny. It's just it's so it's, funny because he's just like a proud dad. Like he can't believe right. stuff. He's like, like, oh he my god, my summer or my son is has... dating like that girl. Like that's yeah. impressive. Like it's right. so funny. And Seth it's just so takes cute. it as like it's straight embarrassment. He's like, Dad, stop. Uh, it's so funny because can you imagine being embarrassed if Sandy was your dad? I'd be like, hell yeah, Sandy Cohen and them eyebrows. Like, right. Like, if so, if Summer was uh, that, you know, how she's weird about Jimmy, you know, I mean, she's got this weird fascination, like that weird fatuation with Jimmy, like walking in on her butt ass naked or whatever. Like, if it was Sandy, I'd be like, well, I understand that. But we have Jimmy on the other hand. It's like, I don't understand that. Like, I just, it's even made worse because like she clearly knows Jimmy's personality. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah, Jimmy's what? not a good person. Not a good person at all. Um, it's very weird. Who, who else? Is, 
who says smoking the weed? Can we talk about that? Who Caleb. says it like that? <laughs> exactly. It's so awful. <laughs> Only someone like Caleb would say it. Smoking uh, the weed. You're still I, smoking I literally, the weed. I literally was like, he didn't say that. Because I have the subtitles now when I watch it. And it said it. And I was like, that's just bad subtitles. And I rewinded it. And I was like, nope, he definitely said it. So bizarre. <laughs> And then Seth overhears that. Oh my God. He That's what he overhears. He's like, dad, you smoke weed. And they're like, this is a private conversation, Seth. And then all you hear is Seth going back into the dining room. He's like, Ryan, guess who's a stoner? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh God. It's yeah. Hilarious. Cause then he says, to, he says to Ryan, we got to search for my dad's stash later. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I hated this argument though. It was almost as bad as like the previous argument. Like I yeah. don't, Kirsten is obviously like really guarded, but she doesn't need someone to speak up for her. They've no. made that abundantly clear. And it yeah. was very unlike Sandy to do this. I think in his head, he was very gun ho about this like moment. And he felt like this was his moment or maybe his opportunity to kind of make the move to get the hell out of there. Because as much as he loves being there is as much as he wishes, you know, the, uh, the big bright, you know, fancy stuff. He even says it before that he does like the OC. You know what I mean? There's times where he does like it. You know what I mean? But it was very, very unsandy, like again, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like of all times where we see this version of Sandy that we're not sure of, like this is this is a weird moment, right? Very he stood weird. up before, which I was okay with him standing up and saying, I'm not gonna defend Jimmy, right? You know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna do like that's no. I was okay with that, right? Yeah. I was okay with the uncomfortable conversation about giving the Jimmy giving Jimmy money. He wasn't less concerned about the money than he was you hiding it from me. You yeah. Know? So it's very weird to get this version of Sandy that we've never seen before, and I'm not a fan of it. And bring it up in front of her dad, right? He's like, she wants to quit, and I'm like, yeah. What? But let her you, discuss this. Like, when did this happen? By the way, like they had the conversation, and she just kind of shut it down. Maybe they had it off the air, I guess. But, like, he was like, she's quitting. Yeah, it was, like, really weird. And, like, he was like, she doesn't just want to quit because of the job. She specifically wants to quit because of you. And I'm like, right. it's not just her boss. It's her dad. And yeah. that's none of your business. Like yeah, so awkward. Because if she was going to quit, she wouldn't do it with Sandy there. Because no. that's not how you quit a job. No, absolutely not. Um, Ew, and then we cut to the pool house. <laughs> I would this episode air present day? Yeah. Oh man. How old is he? 17. He's 17, right? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't it's, either. It's uh But I won't lie, like it made me uncomfortable. Like it's weird. It's and like it's what I don't weird. get about it is Gabrielle is in this situation, which she kind of explains later. Uh well, she kind of talks about she's bored. And that's why she wants to do this. And I'm just like, doesn't she realize, like, Ryan has this great setup he just got into? Right. And, like, you're jeopardizing that for him. It makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, like, you're about to blow his his cup. Yeah, because, yeah. like, yeah, you get caught, Caleb dumps you and moves on to the next one. But, like, that's not the same for Ryan. And Ryan's already on the ice with this guy. Like, yeah. 100%. He doesn't even uh, like him. He burned his house down. That's the only conversation they've really had so far. Yeah. Even like, at the dinner table, he doesn't even acknowledge Ryan's existence. You know what all. I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I don't like it. It's a it's it's a weird moment. Um, As it transpires throughout the episode, I don't understand why it happened. 
Because even when she visits him at work, he's she's like, I need a drink. And he's like, I can't serve you. And she's like, that's right. You're not legal. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it's so cringy. But do you only have to be 21 or you have to be 21 to serve, though? So, like, that's I mean, we know that Ryan's 17, though. That's yeah. That's, but the way so she says it is. So yeah. Oh, crazy. absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's, so that's my question to you is like whenever I got towards the end of the episode, um, you know, you know, we're you know, we're kind of closing in on there. But that's my question. To you. Like, was what was the purpose? I don't understand. Like, obviously, the, the part leads it up to the one moment. That's why it was. I think that's but the why did it have to be her? Like, it's really weird. It's it's weird. It's I think because it was like they haven't started school, so Ryan has no way to meet other people outside of Marissa's clique, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I love when they so scandalous moment, Ryan and Gabrielle kiss. They yep. cut to Ryan and Seth in the pool in the next day. And Seth is being so funny. He's like, So I saw that those that look at the dinner table. What's going on? Blah blah blah. What's going on? What's going on? He's like, Yeah, I hooked up with her. And he's like, what? You hooked up with my grandma? Like, <laughs> it's so, so funny. It's so it's funny. so good. I just love that Seth is like trying to be a detective. Like He's like, oh, yeah. I noticed this, 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 exhibit A. And then Ryan's just like, yeah, I hooked up with her. What? You pay like, attention it's to so that. funny. And how weird is it you hooked? Like, who's, first of all, hooked up? Like, they didn't, they, yeah, they, they made out. They made out. Like, like, is that? And like, very briefly. Yeah, like, it wasn't, yeah, it was a very yeah, I mean, hooked up. In my opinion, you know, it was you know they did what they did the whole entire deed. Like hooked up, yeah. hooked up. You know, yeah. I, he could have just said, "I made out with her." Yeah, it's very weird. It's very weird. Okay. Um, real quick question: I demand answers. How much does birthday cost? Um, okay, actually, wait. I meant to. Um, I think it's it's the size of a wedding. I don't understand. Right. Oh, like, was they said it's about two hundred people? They said. She said. Um, it's me, you, the family, and 150 of your closest friends. 150, yes. Uh, but I just love, so, okay. They are talking about the wine. They're like, this is the champagne he loves, Dom Perignon, 73. $772 a bottle, but they were having two buck chuck at dinner. <laughs> You need answers, right? And when they show Caleb, he's not even drinking it. He's drinking red wine again. <laughs> Ugh, I demand answers about this birthday party. Yeah, um, it, it's 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 very, 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 very expensive. Um, that's, it's crazy. It's it's very crazy because it to me and it was then, very like Caleb shows up. Sandy yes. is very nice to him, but right. then he's like. Um, Kirsten's like, you know what? I just want to forget about last night. And Caleb's like, for sure. Um, but let me know when you're going to quit so I can find your replacement. Yep. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And Called then straight out, right? it was so uncomfortable. Like I, I hate it. Mm -hmm. Especially because Kirsten was the bigger person and trying to put it to the side. And Caleb's like, yeah, let's do that. Um, but just let me know when you're going to quit so I can, uh, find a replacement. Super yep. uncomfortable. Yep. Then Gabrielle goes straight to Ryan. In the middle of the party, there's people I, around. I I don't know. Very uncomfortable. Yes. I literally um, wrote down, does she not, like, does she want to get caught? I don't understand. I, I literally wrote down myself, Gabrielle gives no fucks. <laughs> it's really weird. 
It is. Um, and then Luke and Marissa show up. Right. I've got Did a question. Did you notice about this scene, Marissa hugs Seth? Yes. What? Yeah, it's very weird. I don't was, understand. I'm like, did they really like, hang out without us knowing? Like, yeah. I'm so confused. Right. Somebody that she's lived next to her entire life, haven't really had a communication with. I mean, I mean we were talking last- about on the last yeah. episode how cute their friendship is. Right. But, like, it was just weird. It's not a hugging I, relationship yet. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, and then Luke, I, I, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. He's like, nice to see you, Cohen. And Cohen's like, it is. And then he's like, this is your place? It's beautiful. <laughs> he's like, Maris, want a drink? And I'm like, first off, he's been calling her Coop, and now she's Maris. Not Marissa, just one letter short. Right. And then he walks away, and Seth looks at Summer, and he's like, he got shot in the arm, not the head, right? <laughs> <laughs> My question is, okay, he says, do you want to go get a drink? Um, They're... 17 like the way he makes it sound like they're gonna go get an alcoholic beverage like yeah it's weird especially because like when you're underage and you're trying to drink sorry if my mom's listening you (laughs) don't talk about it you're like really on the dl like you're not like i'm gonna go get a drink because if i said that my mom would immediately try the drink i was caught with because we always had like a big christmas party growing up and I used to always try to sneak drinks and we'd always have to go somewhere else where, and like chug the drink. So my mom <laughs> wouldn't see you like carrying the drink. Absolutely. I know it was weird. Especially because like Marissa clearly has like an alcohol problem. 100%. But I guess they don't really care. You know what I mean? No, but it is not. really funny if you notice like at all the dinners at the Collins, like Brian's yeah. drinking like lemonade in the wine glass. It's so funny. <laughs> it's it really so is. like cute. But then um, sad Ryan seeing Marissa and Luke, like yeah. super sad. Like, Very much. I'm like, bro, you knew it was going to happen. Yes. I don't really get it. Um, I love when Sandy goes, I wish I ca- could apologize, but I can't. He does this a lot where he like brings up, he wishes he could apologize. And he's like, but I'm not good at it. <laughs> I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> who does that, that isn't an apology. No, not at all. It's so weird because I'm like, Sandy's a great husband, great father, but is he? Like, because <laughs> exactly. it seems like it's his way or no way. Like, but um, um I kind of like this conversation because they don't like let their issues build. They right. just straight up address them. They're not like uh, defensive, but they're also not like hiding anything each of them did wrong. Right, because exactly. he, she, he's like, I thought we agreed on it. Like, I didn't mean to overstep, but I think he didn't mean to overstep. But then she's like, if you're saying that you've been unhappy this whole time, it's a much bigger conversation. And then they kind of cut away from it. But I appreciate that they, you know, when like you're fighting with someone, you kind of don't want to talk to them. So you just like ignore the situation. Like they're the opposite. They're like, you know what? I'm going to go head on. We're going to discuss it. We're going to get over it. You know, I thought it interesting where they try to decide to have the conversation too. You know what I mean? Like it was. I love that um, they show Ryan hiding in the pool house, and then Kirsten's also hiding. Like they always, <laughs> we always talk about Seth and Sandy being alike, but I really think Kirsten and Ryan are a lot alike. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, and he's it's got... also funny because he's blonde with blue eyes. <laughs> it kind of looks like Kirsten. He's got a lot of him inside of him, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really sweet because it's like she was kind of like apprehensive about the whole thing and i'm like you guys are doing like the same thing absolutely it's really cute um can we talk about who shows up at this stupid party can we talk about who's like i'm gonna show up make an appearance none other than jimmy sleazy cooper 
I literally forgot he shows up. So I forgot about the whole thing. I was drinking <laughs> coffee, minding my own business, and literally did one of those spit takes. I was like, this is so embarrassing. Why did he I, get to show up? Why? I <laughs> I don't want to say I'm on Julie's side, but the whole time Julie was like, you cannot do this. I was like, Julie's right. Why are you here? Like, so why are you here even, right now? Even Luke was like, look who's here. And I'm like, oh my God. Everybody doesn't understand why he is physically at this party right because now. Because Gabrielle mentioned it earlier that this was like the who's who of Newport. Right. And then all these um, people probably have been robbed blind by this man. Because yeah. uh, we forgot to mention the worst line of the episode. Not best quote, worst quote. Summer says that Caleb Nichols is like the West Coast Donald Trump. Oh, my God. And the who's who of the real estate world will be there. Yes. And I'm like, real estate people invest their money, which means Jimmy was involved with them, which exactly. means every person in this room hates Jimmy Cooper. And Jimmy like, Cooper walks in nonchalantly. Like in like a like, t-shirt with a blazer on top. Like he didn't even try to like try to dress pull up. The, he tried to pull the, uh, the Sandy off. But it doesn't work. It works for Sandy. Absolutely. Sandy has good intentions. Absolutely. And um, he's like, I'm going to go ask Caleb for a job. And I'm like, oh, my God. You can't. It, it, but yeah. he does. And Julie is like, you absolutely cannot do this. Cannot Do not do this. Don't do this. And he's exactly. like, he loves me. He wanted me to propose to Kirsten, which is so awkward to tell your current wife <laughs> that our neighbor's dad wanted me to propose. <laughs> it's so it's weird. So, it's so it's, bad. It's so bad. I, I don't know. And even... then um, right. they cut to Marissa and Summer having girl time in the bathroom. Um, yep. Talking about how Marissa has yet to have sex with Luke. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, he's not going to wait for you forever. I'm like, bro, he has not been waiting for her. <laughs> exactly. And like, the thing about it is, is you know that you know that she knows that. Yeah, because all you... those times she's been at the beach house. Right. So you know that he know you know that Summer knows, which also like obviously uh, talks about a different episode a little bit, but um you know that Summer knows that she he's yeah. been fooling around with other people. Like, first off, that makes you hate Summer even more. And the more that I think about it out loud, it's like, God, Summer sucks. She's so, like, not she, even a good friend. I don't she's understand. A terrible friend. Like um so uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, the first it was first it's it's Julie telling Marissa she needs Luke. Now we've got Summer telling Marissa she has to sleep with Luke. <laughs> it's just so I'm like they were not together until like 30 minutes ago. Can you not pretend they need to be together and have sex together like, or whatever? It's they very are. weird. It's so weird. So awkward. It's so um, weird. Of course, you know we get the moment. Um. Yeah. Super uncomfortable. How did Gabrielle know Ryan was hiding in the pool house? Like there's. 150 people here. Yeah, and the pool house is full of windows. Like, what am I missing? Like, um, I don't know. Like, you know, I understand he escaped from the party. You know, he didn't want to be there, doesn't want to see, doesn't want to see gavelanting around the party. But yeah. again, my question is, how did she see him leave? Okay, that's question one. Two, we have 150 people. Did she have just eyes for Ryan the entire time? It's very weird. Like every single time she finds him at this party, I'm like, how is she doing this? Because it's like, also, she's never been to this house before. Right. 
Exactly. It's super weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's very creepy. Um, and then she like comes on to Ryan and they yeah. have a full blown makeout session. Like her dress pops off. Yeah. Marissa walks in and it's the most uncomfortable thing. She's like, I um, I I um I'm I, I'm sorry. And then she's like, I'm I'm sorry. And then she like walks away. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I've got questions for you here in this particular moment. Okay. Why is Marissa mad? I, because she's in love with Ryan. I understand. But how can she be mad at Ryan right now? I don't so, understand. As someone who dated someone horrible and liked someone at like towards the end of my relationship, I liked someone else. And like I kept breaking up with this person and I liked someone else. I I understand. Like she has her eye on him. She's looking right. at her feelings are hurt. I get that. She is um it's a thing from Gossip Girl. I'm sorry, I'm stealing it. Um Marissa looks at men like life rafts. She's like, my life is falling apart. I need this to hang on to, which I kind of understand because Summer is like not a very nice friend at the beginning of the show. Absolutely. She doesn't really have anyone because you can now see like she was friends with Holly and like all of these people are fake friends to her. She needs someone to cling on to to survive. She doesn't have a good Absolutely. mom. She has a bad dad. That's all falling apart. So she's like looking for someone to literally like save her well-being and she thought it was Ryan. So it's not even just like she was in love with Ryan and that's like leaving. Like she literally is like, that could have been the only good thing going on in my life. And now I have to settle for Luke. Like I, I, I too would feel like that if I had to settle for Luke. <laughs> I, I, I get it, obviously. You know, I, I get she's upset. But it's but she's it's like kind of devastated. Both. I yeah, but like she shows up to his house or to this party with a different guy. With a different guy. She has several times really just kind of proven that she is, in fact, uh, you know, just wants – she doesn't know where she wants to be. Like a mixed yeah. bag of feelings. Like they have a moment in the pool, right? Yeah. They have the moment. And then, of course, we get to the point where Luke gets shot. And then she strangely doesn't talk to Ryan for a couple of days and is back with Luke. So bizarre. So it's, it's, it's very weird. Um. Can we talk about how awkward this moment with uh, Jimmy obviously tries to talk to Kay, uh, to <laughs> and he just blows him off like. Oh, no, my favorite is that they look like they're having a great conversation. Julie like approaches, kind of all happy, like, "Oh my god, I don't have to divorce him. Like he's gonna be rich." Right. She's like, "Looks like you got yourself a job," and he's like, "Oh yeah, Caleb was so nice to me when he told me he in no way could ever hire me." It was really funny because we were talking about how Caleb is so blunt with people and he obviously was very blunt with this and it was amazing. Right. Just so funny. Yep. Um, and then Julie being Julie is like walking away and Jimmy's like, where are you going? She's like to finish what you started. And I'm yep. like, Oh, Julie's on his side. That's kind of nice. Even though it's just about money. But then when she starts talking to Caleb, I see her true intentions. Yep. She is like, yeah, I saw you were talking to my soon-to-be ex-husband. And he's like, oh, you're divorcing him. And she's like, how could anyone expect me to stay with him after he left me with nothing? Nothing. And she's like, he's like, nothing? Nothing? And she's oh, like, no. yeah, nothing. Nothing. I have oh. nothing left. Me and the girls are alone. And he's okay. like, well, we'll, we'll set something up. I'll take care of that. 
and you can like see the wheels turning and it's so uncomfortable. God, it's so I bad. hate it. I so, didn't want to watch it. So disgusting. It's so um, then of course we see Summer gallivanting around the party. And Maybe. Seth is like getting really fed up the whole time. Like you can tell uh, he's bored. And then he just full blown walks away from Summer sitting by the pool. And Summer is like, can you please introduce me to some more people? And he's like, no, yeah. no more. None. And he starts like down. kind of professing his love for her. Like yeah. such a sweet moment. It's so sweet. The mermaid poem feeding some squirrels. Oh my God. And so then they sweet. kiss. So good. And then she's like, oh, that's an investment banker. I have to go talk to him. And I'm like, what? What? It, it, exactly. Another terrible line. I thought it, but it was such a, it was such a sweet moment where he's reading. It was so sweet. Was it like third grade, fifth grade, fourth grade, whatever it was? And it was such a sweet moment. He's just reading it and he memorizes it. Right. You know what I mean? It's such yeah. a, it's a, it's that moment. It's like, oh my God, it happened. Right. It was, it happened. Like you're so excited. This is happening for Seth. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's like, nope. and then I love what his line greatest party ever. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, because he thinks it's, you know, he thinks it's about to happen, right? You know what I mean? Like he's this he's is life changing. This is the bag, you know, summer's his forever. Um Sandy redeems himself. Very much so. For sure. Um, um so I like that he took the initiative to absolutely. talk to Caleb on his own. Like sure. it was nice. And he hates him. He yeah, he hates him so him. much, like all of his being. Yeah. But he put that aside to like figure this out and redeem himself with the audience and Kirsten. Absolutely. I say the audience because I'm like, I don't like Sandy being on my bad side, but earlier really yeah. upset me. Okay. Like he crossed me. Exactly. But um, then he, um, I like the next moment with uh, Caleb and Kirsten. Such a good moment, right? It was uh, it's really sweet. And they kind of like explain her mom, which like, we just assume if you've never seen this, you're like Caleb is a rich bachelor dating young women, but they never brought right. up the mom. And then they bring right. on that like she died. Yeah. And they miss her. And it was really sweet. Very sweet moment. And, and then of course you have the line where she goes, I just want to make you proud. It was um, really sad because like I thought he would say something back and he kind of like says didn't nothing. Say anything. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I was so pissed. I, I was, was like, this is. I just want brutal. you to be proud of me. Silence. And it's like that's what every kid wants, right? They just want to yeah. make their parents proud of them. And and it's such a sweet moment. You you again, great camera angle because you see a you pan in the background, you see Sandy is kind of watching the moment happen, which is a very sweet cute. moment, you know, yeah. very cute moment. He's very happy because he knows what he did kind of led to this conversation. But we get no we get no reaction from Caleb. It's super like he has this moment where he kind of looks like he has a. I thought he was going to say something. Right. He has this warm spot in his heart that he's like, nope. you know, I, I am proud of you, but he's not, he's too proud to say it to her. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's because Sandy called him out. He's like, you're just mad because she's better at this than you are. Like, yeah. You know, Kirsten is why you are as rich as you are right now. Yeah. You know and like I mean? you only want to like replace her or like, diminish her duties so you can be back into the fold like yeah, pretending you know, to do this and you know that um 
you know that I feel like, you know, deep down inside, Caleb understands he is proud of her, but yeah, he has this reputation to uphold of, of having a soft spot, right? He's got the rich, you know, he's got the girlfriend that he's really just gavelanting around the 24 year old. That's only with him for the money. He knows that she's the only reason she's with him is because of the money, that type of situation. And it's just, I don't know. I felt bad for Kirsten. Yeah. That's sad. Um, uh, Marissa and Luke get freaky. Um, that happens. It's so like uncomfortable that they put so much. Like it shouldn't have been on screen. I don't know. It was weird. They could have started it on screen. Yeah, whatever. then like, but you it know, was weird. Ryan kind of had yeah. in the backdrop a little bit. It was I don't know. It was a very awkward moment. It was weird. Um, but all because of Gabrielle kissing Ryan. <laughs> exactly. Not yeah, really a good way to a really heartbreaking moment, right? Yeah, God, it's so sad. It was one of the hardest endings so far. <sighs> Six episodes in, this is like a heart wrenching ending. Let me tell you. God. Ryan catches to... Marissa oh. coming home, being dropped off by Luke, yeah. and she just turns around, just like you're too late, and it's devastating. Oh. It's heartbreaking because he knows, you know, we know what that means. You know what I mean? You know, they, they know that they got they got frisky. You know what I'm saying? It was it, so sad. It's, it's it's upsetting. Also, like she decided to do that. I'm like, like, bro, like, look how it made you feel. Yeah, Come on. yeah like yeah, that exactly. wasn't the right decision. Such a again, very very weird moment. Super weird. All right, so question: Who is your MVP? So I went back and forth on this. Um, originally, I had Gabrielle. Mm. Originally. But because I like the way she like pepped up Ryan and stuff. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like she's really creepy. Yeah. So I actually went Caleb. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like I, it. A strong entrance episode. Absolutely. Like, first introduction to him. Absolutely. Already know everything you need to know about Caleb. Yeah. And he is always Caleb. He's never not Caleb. And I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. So I went, I went Caleb. Yeah. I'm really, uh, go? I'm really upset. Um, I was really hoping I was going to be the only one that went Caleb here. Um, ah! Yeah. I, I, I thought about it. I was like, you know, I was like, man, I, I thought about Seth early on. I was like, he had his moment finally. But it wasn't so, like yeah. a Seth central episode. Right. So it was kind of yeah. hard. You know, yeah. I love his wit. I love his comments back. But I was like, man, I. It, it boils down to the writing of Caleb, right? And then, of course, the delivery by Alan Dale, right? You know, Alan Dale is great. You know what I mean? He's fantastic, and so good. And it, it's it's great writing. But at I the same love time, that he is like obviously not super old, but he has like the grandpa bod. You know, like yeah, absolutely. With his polo and his jeans up past his belly button. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. And, and it's he has this characteristic about him that he just says, you know, like who he is, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know what he is. And and he's he's honest, he's raw. You know what I mean? Is he not the nicest person? Absolutely not. But that's a testament to what we're watching. We're watching a TV yeah. show. They you're supposed to hate Caleb. And they do yeah. a great job of very, very within the first five seconds that he's on the screen. We hate him, him, but right? I can't stop watching him. Exactly. So it's I want like him in on every scene. Best. I yeah, want him exactly. on every scene. Yeah, I agree with you. So, yeah, I like that. I thought uh, I, I, when you started saying, I was like, I'm going to go Gabrielle. I was like, oh, man, she's going to go Caleb. I know it. She's going to go Caleb. <laughs> go Caleb. He's so, too good. It is. Yeah, I agree with you. What, well, you got a fun fact for us of the week? Yeah. Um, 
the actress that plays Gabrielle, same age as Adam Brody and Benjamin McKenzie. <laughs> in, uh, during the during the time this is episode yeah oh that's awesome <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. i uh, was like trying to find something and i could find all these like spoiler fun facts but that one's pretty funny that's awesome yeah all right folks thanks for tuning in to another episode of the oc podcast make sure to give kenzie a follow on twitter at ken's Venunu. give myself a follow at ricky valera underscore uh thank you so much for tuning in and continuously supporting this this is so awesome um, I love the article. Kenzie put out an article this week, an OC-centric podcast, uh, our OC-centric article this week about why Ryan Atwood is the funniest Cohen. It's a great piece. I think you guys should check it out. Um, where She's going to be putting out some more of those in the near future. I'm very, very excited about that as well. Make sure to head over to the musiccitydrivein.com uh, to check that out. And thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. We'll OC you later. Hey, <laughs> there you go. There I go. There I go.